And finally, the last movie we're looking at is Love Actually, a 2003 Christmas-themed romantic comedy written and directed by Richard Curtis. It features an ensemble cast composed predominantly of British actors. Mostly filmed on location in London, the screenplay delves into different aspects of love as shown through 10 separate stories involving a wide variety of individuals, many of whom are shown to be interlinked as the tales progress. The story begins five weeks before Christmas and is played out in a weekly countdown until the holiday, followed by an epilogue that takes place one month later. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the last episode of Christmas and Chill for 20 and 20. For 20 and 20? <laughs> for 2020. Wow, it was a really somber moment, and then you just fucked. You just ruined it. I really nailed it, didn't I? It's probably like sums up this podcast perfectly, really, when you think about it. Falls at the last second. <laughs> um, and in true Christmas and chill style, um, Luke is working this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's the percentage. Do you think he's been on the podcast more than he's been off the podcast? No, I, I think he's been not... off more. I know recently he's been on more. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like at the start there, we had a good, there was a decent bit where he wasn't yeah. on. We finally got into the flow of us three having our own podcast and then he kept <laughs> intruding. <laughs> um, I'm joined by Maddie and Amy. How are we this evening, guys? Static. How are you? Yeah, all right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, as Christmas queen of this podcast, how are you feeling that it's Christmas Eve? Well, um, I actually, I actually feel a bit weird. Like I, I feel like it's not really Christmas, to be honest. I don't know why. Do you guys have that feeling too, or is it just me? Yeah, it's like, it's like I felt more excited last week than I do right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I wonder what that is. <laughs> Christmas is like it. Like maybe it's stressful. Maybe the actual day itself is stressful. I don't know. Um. So, listeners, to, to give you a peek behind the curtain, for us it's Christmas Eve, but for you it's Christmas Day. Christmas so, Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, this evening we watched Love Actually. It's the last film on our list. Um, probably going to be some debatable points whether this is a Christmas movie or not, but we'll get to it as we go along. Yes. Um, all right, first impressions of the movie. What do we think? <laughs> no, please, don't all speak um, at once. Amy. <laughs> it would be a podcast if I didn't throw Amy under the bus. <laughs> Go, Amy. <laughs> um, I, I've actually really liked this movie. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. Mm. Have you watched it? You've seen it before, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. But I've, I think I've only ever... Um, I haven't watched it very much, so I, it was I forgot some of the stuff that happened. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I'm exactly the same. What about you, Maddie? I, like, I watch bits and pieces over of it over December. I never ever watch it fully. <laughs> I mean, and it, I, always... I mean, it is a, a really long movie. Exactly. So it is big, isn't it? I yeah, I forgot how long hours. it was. Two hours fifteen. And then when that's on TV, you got to put like two hours of ads on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It was good to watch it all the way through and not stop and start. And I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, to be honest. I thought a lot of things happened that didn't happen. Like what? 
Um, I thought Emma Thompson and Liam Neeson's character got together for some reason. And I thought Alan Rickman actually cheated on Emma Thompson's yes, character. Yes, I thought... And for some reason, I can just I can just picture his partner going into his office and crying. Why, why do yeah, I imagine that? I don't that? know. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> I wonder if... Because I mean, you... Because, like, when it came to the necklace part, obviously when he buys the necklace for the girl at work, not his yeah. wife, and she finds out. I thought that part was him cheating on her, like properly cheating on her, and that's why she was crying. But it makes it more sad that it wasn't cheating, that he was only like emotionally cheating and buying yeah. the other girl gifts. Yeah, for sure. Maybe that's more impactful than actually cheating. Well, yeah, that's that was kind of my thought of the whole whole thing, I think. Well, well okay, well, let's let's talk about it then. Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson's story. Um, I think it's probably the maybe one of the saddest ones. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, feel, I think so. I feel, There's so many to get through. <laughs> I feel really bad for Emma Thompson. And, and you're exactly right. It's because Alan Rickman, as a character, like he, uh, like he, he doesn't cheat, but what he does is pretty close enough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hans Gruber. Yeah, and then I thought Emma Thompson's character got off with Liam Neeson in the end. Were they brother and sister? No. Well? No, 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 no. No, no, I think they're just good friends because she's the sister of the Prime Minister, which is Hugh Grant's character. I I thought they got together as well. Man, have you guys seen some weird bootleg version (laughs) of Love, actually? What do they play on Channel 9? Far out. Um, Okay, let's... There's obviously a whole lot of story in this movie. Um, there's a, lots of different interacting stories. They all kind of run into each other. What was your favourite love angle? Like, what was your favourite love story? What was your favourite pair of the movie? It's hard not to like Hugh Grant in every movie he does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, I love him. I don't know why. He's so wholesome. So... <laughs> So him and that storyline I liked. Mm-hmm. I also like the little kid, the little yes. boy. He's it's so good. cute. Liam Neeson's a really good actor when he's not killing people. I agree. He's shit in Taken. <laughs> he's terrible in those I mean, movies. Taken's good. No, it's not. I really I mean, I really like Taken. But I think Liam Neeson's is really good. And that kid, he, he never grows up. No, no he's supposed he to be 11 doesn't. and he looks about five. <laughs> um... I think my favourite storyline, I think it's probably the Colin Firth storyline. They can't talk to each other. What's romantic about that? That's, yeah, but that's I, I quite like that. It's like they're saying the exact same thing, but they just don't understand each other. I was like, oh, that's quite nice. Also, I like Colin Frizzle. <laughs> Fizz- <laughs> going to the, the USA. to America. He's pretty funny. <laughs> Got to meet an American chick. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that was... Oh. Brilliant. Um, our good friend Martin Freeman from Nativity pops up again in this movie. Um, <laughs> and, with? And the girl that he's with is the wife from Nativity 2. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Nativity... Um, gang rolling gang, up. Gang, they, they get some representation in this movie in, in potentially uh, one of the funniest <laughs> parts of the movie. Some... Light boob massaging. <laughs> <laughs> Are they supposed to be like porn stunt doubles? Yeah, I think they're like well, stunt doubles for like movie. A movie or I thought it was movie, like they 
Yeah. I don't think it was anything to do with porn, I don't think. Why did they have to give the, get the close-ups of the nipples? Because, like, you know, like, <laughs> in, like, those weird movies in, like, the 90s where they just really wanted those boob shots? Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's exactly what this is. Okay. How Christmassy is this movie? Well, Josh and I were talking about this. Obviously, there's a countdown to mm. Christmas throughout the movie. So I guess that keeps Christmas in the back of your mind. And there's a few mentions of Christmas being close, December being close. So it's not. It's quite like It's a Wonderful Life where the, the third part of the movie is more mm. Christmas than the rest. Mm. What do you think, Amy? How Christmassy do you think this film is? Uh, I was kind of feeling like it, it wasn't really that Christmassy th- while I was watching it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I kind of agree. I think that Christmas is there at the end, but I think a whole lot of the movie doesn't revolve right. around Christmas too much. And, like, even... Even, like, the songs and stuff throughout the movie, they're not even, like, carols or anything. No, you make a very good point. Um, there are quite a few times where the characters reference love around Christmas mm. and that you should profess your love. It's Christmas. It's the holiday season. So I think it was trying to explore the idea love. of love yeah. during the holidays and how that adapts around Christmas and everything like that. I think that's what they were going for. <laughs> Does that make it more of a Christmassy movie then? Like, because, I mean, if there's one thing that we've learned throughout this 24 movie series is that sometimes the themes of Christmas are enough to, to help carry it across the line when it comes to being a Christmassy movie. This movie is about love, but it's not just about the good parts of love, it's mm. about the bad parts of love and all the grey areas of love in between. And you're right, they, they do keep referencing Christmas. Like it's because if you can't tell someone at Christmas, then, then when can you tell someone or something like that? Like, is that enough to make it a, a Christmas movie, do you think? It's a hard question. I mean, yeah. let's just say that this, pro- I mean, I guess from that point of view, then it needs to be Christmas because that's what they're going for. But I feel like they could also play this at any other time of the year with that storyline. Yeah. <laughs> But they usually just play it at Christmas. Do you, do you think it... I mean, it's definitely marketed as a Christmas movie. Yeah. Right? Like, like, I think it was released around Christmas when it, was, when it first came out. But I, I kind of agree. I don't know how Christmassy it actually is. It's a very good point. I mean, one character's arc who's definitely Christmassy is Bill Nye. I as feel the... it in my fingers. <laughs> It's the best storyline. <laughs> it is the best storyline. Uh, the the character, oh, it's just fantastic. Opens the show. Like, it's the first one you see in the movie. And it sets the tone from that point on. Well, maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to set the the, the scenes as Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Without making it about Christmas. Well, you actually make a good point. Because his character kept coming. It wasn't consistent. It came through in little bits, and every time he came in is when the Christmas mentions came back. The only time he was connected was through his music and that song with everyone else. He wasn't connected, like, directly. Yeah, but everyone like else his music was music very... was connected with everyone else. Yeah, what do we think about that? What do we think about the fact that everybody was connected to each other? I love a good movie like yeah. that. Yeah. Did it, did it make it more enjoyable or did it make it more confusing? 
Uh, definitely have to keep concentrating. Yeah, to find <laughs> you know, there was like a bro- because, they all. I mean, if you don't met at the at the airport, I was like, wait, you guys knew each other. <laughs> well, Josh made a good mention. That was another curtain call, like they did in Nativity, yeah, yeah. when they're all at the airport. It's a curtain call. They're all coming out and hugging each other, and like, yeah. It's it's a very British thing, right? Definitely. Like I feel like, like a lot of the actors in in that movie as well were very accomplished actors. They yeah. weren't, you know, little up-and-coming actors. Yeah. They were big powerhouse British acting superstars. So, I, yeah, definitely that airport scene definitely felt like a bit of a curtain call. There was also a nativity scene. Yes, with lobsters. Lobsters. Octopus and, <laughs> and penguin and Spider-Man. <laughs> Best nativity scene ever. Yeah, I don't know why the real nativity scene isn't more like that. <laughs> I don't know either. To be fair. We should write our own nativity play. If we were nativity animals, <laughs> who would we I be? I would be the penguin. <laughs> Amy, what nativity animal would you be? I'd probably be the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I would be Spider-Man. <laughs> As this is the last podcast, I, I feel like... Now is probably the time to talk about messages across Christmas movies. This movie obviously had a theme around love. Like, that's, you can't argue that was the central theme. Across all the movies that we've watched, and now that we're at the very end, what do you think the message needs to be for a Christmas movie in order for it to be good? Um, I think we've kind of come to a consensus in a couple of podcasts that there needs to be a turnaround. Mm-hmm. For the characters to... So the character needs growth? Yes. Okay. Do any of these characters grow, would you say? It's a good question. Do any characters have a redemption arc? I don't Not really. think so. No, if anything, it's the opposite. I think Alan Rick- Rickman's character does the opposite. Yeah. Okay. What, what else needs to be... Like, what are the themes that need to be in a Christmas movie, do you think? It's... It's about family and coming together. That seemed to be a common mm. theme. Yeah, I think there was there wasn't much presence giving in this movie. You know what I mean? Like it was about being together and being with the ones you love. Mm. Yeah. Um, I guess across all the movies, that's a consistent theme, right? I'm trying to think of a movie that doesn't have that as a theme. That's about giving. Mm. Mm. It's a very hard question you've put forth at this time, Josh. I <laughs> know oh, they're not easy questions, are they? I mean, how do you sum up Christmas? It's hard, right? But I mean, I feel like we give it a good crack. <laughs> um, this movie compared to—I'm trying to think what it compares to the most. Because often we can look at movies on our list and go, "It's kind of like this other movie." Whereas this feels like a standalone. This is definitely the movie about love. Yeah. Because <laughs> none of the other... Well, obviously, love, actually, if you know what I mean. Um, is that what it's called? Yes. Um, <laughs> actually. None of the other ones really had that, <laughs> except for Last Christmas. But obviously with the twist at mm. the end, that kind of shook things up a bit. This also sits in the modern, like, post-2000s Christmas movie era. Yeah. Again. So it kind of... it. I don't know. It kind of feels... A bit more relatable. Like, even though it's quite an old movie now, mm. I guess, it doesn't feel that outdated watching it. No. But 
But also, I'd say it's one of the probably last Christmas classics. Even though we're saying it's not too Christmassy, it's mm. pretty classic for a Christmas mm. movie. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the music in this movie. Because even though I think the music wasn't overly Christmassy, I thought it was really good at portraying love, at least. Mm. Like, all the songs were... were about, <laughs> Yeah, Maddie was just doing the dance... Of Bill Nye, of no. Hugh, Hugh Grant, sorry, not not Bill Nye. The, <laughs> that was such a good scene where he's dancing in the, oh man, so good. Um, the scene I'm thinking of is is right at the start where they, I can't remember this song. God only knows where I'd be without you. That no, the, when they're played at the funeral and then it cuts to the wedding and it's the same oh. song. And that was, was so sad. And I was like, wow, it's like. Bye bye. Bye baby. bye baby. Yes, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. And I was like, Wow. Like it, like the movie does a really good job of using music to show that, like, there's so many different aspects to love, right? Like it's. But the connection between them is all still there. Yeah, like it can be good. The way it can of be bad. like transitioning between scenes, but it's also like. Mm. Mm. A lot of British music, in this movie as well. Lots of Beatles. Lots of. Mm. I guess Beach Boys, but. Um, Kelly Clarkson was a standout in that movie. There was Dido. Oh, love Dido. <laughs> What's she doing these days? Fuck. Not enough. <laughs> um, uh, Maddie, I'm going to throw this to you. It's a bit early. Well, I feel like we got a lot, lot to discuss here. About what? All right, okay, all right, I'll ask more questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to discuss? Well, I don't know. I'm out of questions. That's why I throw it to you. Throw it to me. Okay, I'm going to ask, how many Christmas hats are we going to give this out of ten? I'm going to start with you, Josh. Um, I'm going to give this an eight. Solid. Just an eight. I, I really like this movie, and I don't know what it is. Every time I watch it, I get emotional. I mean, he did. He did get emotional. <laughs> I mean, I can understand. I feel like I, I was getting emotional too. I reckon. Yeah, there's moments. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe just like the. Well, you're drawn into the stories. There's mm. so many of them, but you're focusing so hard on them that it's hard not to be captivated by the mm. stories. Yeah, and also like maybe because they're not all happy, happy stories. Then maybe that's why it's more relatable. That's yeah, very true. Oh, Amy, just. Not wrong. Hitting the nail on the head there, uh, aren't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to give it a note. It was, it was a really good movie. I really always enjoy it when I watch it. Yeah. Not overly Christmassy, I guess, but it was a good movie. Amy, what about you? I think I'm going to give it an eight too. And yeah, I think, I think it's a really good movie and I, and I really enjoyed it. It's The Christmas side of it is a little bit questionable, but I can see it like throughout the movie. So yeah. Yeah. Consensus, I'm giving it a date. An eight. When go. they did the Christmas parts, I thought they did the Christmas well, mm. like the way it was decorated, yeah, the yeah. scenes were decorated. They mm. obviously had singing and carols in it. It was just that it took a while to get to Christmas, which I've been ragging on It's a Wonderful Life about, but I think that the themes of Christmas were more present in this movie than well, okay, okay, say that one. Okay, let's, to go back a step then, let's... Because you're right, this isn't an overly Christmassy movie and the other movie, I guess, that we've criticised for not being overly Christmassy is It's a Wonderful Life. Um, 
why do we what's the difference why do we give this one an eight when we gave that well, one I don't so know. Low obviously school? that's got a redemption arc that's got his i felt like the christmas part was really only yeah at that's the end. i think that's the thing it's like this one it was sprinkled throughout yes it didn't come up a lot i mean it did but it was like throughout the movie not mm. where there was a countdown yeah. they were talking about the holiday season they were talking about love at christmas i felt like we all Getting to Christmas was, which was obviously the climax of the story. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Whereas Christmas just happened to be there in It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. Mm. Well, for me anyway. I mean, take what you will. Well, I mean, I'd be interested to hear what Luke thinks. Because I think it's going to be the other way around. <laughs> so um, he sent us a recording, so we're going to put that right here. Hey guys, this is Luke. Um, sorry, I can't be on tonight. I've got work, but. I will tell you what I did get to watch Love, actually. <laughs> um, this was a movie that I had never seen before. I had expected a lot of things from. Um, it wasn't as Christmassy as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more Christmas um, element. The family aspect and also the connection aspect between people is very, very, very strong. Um, and in this movie, there's so much going on. I, to be honest, there's a lot of plot points. There's a lot of characters. It could have dialed back at least maybe four or five. Because some of them are, are just... they just There's just so much going on. I know that there's supposed to be everyone a different type of love and a different type of relationship or family or whatever represented in the movie. However... The problem is, not everybody is given equal screen time. So, the fact that everybody is not given equal screen time and has a lot of stuff going on, you sort of lose track of who is who is what, where they're going, what their arc is. Um, yeah, overall, I did like the movie. I think it was a little complicated... For what it was trying to do. I can understand it's all about the love angle and all that sort of thing. I just... I think the hype was too big for this movie. It doesn't take too many points off at the end. But it's still one of those movies that I'd watch again. I think I'd like to watch again just to get everything going on. Um, and yeah. I'm going to give this a 7.5. Out of 10. Alright guys, that's me. Thank you for a lovely season. I will be back on bonus episodes or whatever we do. Um, afterwards, you will not, um, hopefully not, hopefully don't miss me, but um, you will see me very soon. Alright, see you all later. And have a very, very Merry Christmas. Luke, mate, you have to, no, I mean, I can't keep doing the joke. It's... <laughs> All right, um, Luke, I've never heard such wise words in all my life. Not only was that review poignant, beautiful, but it moved me in ways I was never aware. <laughs> 10 out of 10. If you don't cut that down to 60 seconds <laughs> or like 20, oh, it would be very funny. Oh, dear. Um, um, yeah. Do you want to have a Christmas joke? I do have a Christmas joke. Um, so, little Timmy 
our good friend Tiny Timmy. Little Timmy, um, unfortunately, had no hands. Um, That's fucking horrible. What did he get for Christmas? Gloves. (laughs) He doesn't know. He doesn't have hands. He can't open it. (laughs) Oh, that's so bad. Use your teeth, Timmy. Use your teeth. (laughs) Sorry, little Timmy. Um, yes, that's that's where we landed on that one. I mean, it's still Luke's segment again because he's not here and I can do that because I'm the segment stealer. Yes, you are. You are the segment stealer. I am. Um, I'm going to ask a question to you both. Um, what are you most excited for this Christmas? Like, I know we've had a rough year with COVID and lockdown and not being able to see family. Like, what is one or two things that you're most excited for about on Christmas Day? Um... I'm looking forward to eating lots of food. Yeah. <laughs> you do that anyway. I know, but like today, it's like it's an actual you, You're allowed excuse. to. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get judged for it. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess maybe seeing family and we're also having a friend come over too. And nice. like spend time with people, I guess. That's exciting. Yeah, I think I'm the same. Just spending time with people, getting to see people again. Having a drink. (laughs) All being in the same house again, having a bloody drink because we deserve it. (laughs) I mean, given the fact that Christmas is all about a whole bunch of people coming together and people that you haven't seen in ages, like different parts of the family, like cousins, friends, neighbours, you know, it's just a whole bunch of people mixing together for a while hanging out together for extended periods of time and then going their own way. Mm. Do you think that Christmas is essentially going to cause a second wave of COVID? (laughs) Absolutely. I'm ready for it. (laughs) Well done. Pat him on the back. There we go. I had to to bring him back. Are you taking that into next season? I don't know. (laughs) We'll have to wait around. We might move to Ebola. We don't know yet. I mean, that's even more deadly, so maybe not. Yeah, but yeah, COVID won't exist by then. It'll be the Martians by then. So, you know, there's a whole bunch that we can do. There'll be another ice age by then. Yeah. Um, Amy, fun fact for you, love. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not as exciting, but... Oh, come on, we've got to end on a high. Um, apparently, Christmas decorating sends nearly 15,000 people to ER. <laughs> Wait, what? Is this worldwide or in like America or the US? Like, wait, how? Okay. Like, what? Falling off things? Yeah. Wow. It, it doesn't actually like say all where, those movies but... we've watched. Yeah, across like November and December, about fifteen thousand people. Man. <laughs> to be honest, a lot of the people in the movies we watched who fall yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, putting out Christmas decorations, yeah. you'd probably be in hospital and not alive. That was such a common theme, right? Yes. Whenever someone was hanging a Christmas light, I love you knew the someone was getting hurt. At Christmas is such a funny family Christmas movie trope, isn't it? Yeah. Also, Marv should have died with the amount of bricks he got hit in the head with. <laughs> that man should have died. So I heard oh. that Home Alone three. Is actually really good. Yeah, a friend, uh, the friend that came over last night asked me if Home Alone 3 was included in our movies. Mm. Wow. I think we're going to have to have a whole podcast about us discussing what we're going to watch next. Well, yeah. So, so, listeners, we're definitely going to be doing a second season of this podcast. 
At the moment, we're still deciding on how that looks. Mm. Do we explore a whole new range of Christmas movies? Do we look at TV instead of movies instead? What does it look like? So we've still got a bunch of deliberating to do. If you've got some opinions on what we should do, please let us know. Mailbag.christmasandchill at gmail.com. Now, please do stay tuned. This might be the last episode for this run of daily podcasts. Holy crap, we actually did it. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Um, I'm exhausted. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, it's going to be so nice not to watch a Christmas movie, I guess. But we won't like, be able to see each other every night anymore. I know. I know. <laughs> it's been really I've good. I've been, like, so excited to get home from work and watch a Christmas movie. Like, that's new for me. Yeah, it's it's so unusual. Like, it's... I think when we started this, I don't think We're any just, of us thought yeah. it would turn into this by no. the end. I mean, um, I mean, at first, all it was was us sitting at a pub together thinking up Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's literally all it was. It and was... then all of a sudden we've got co- like new cover art being made for us. We've got people around the world listening to us and sending us questions. Yeah, I... What is our lives? Why... I'm very humbled. Why are you all listening yeah, to us? Yeah, why? That's, that's <laughs> my question too. Like, why? <laughs> we're not even we're, that cool. We love it, but also why? We're, we're all yeah, we're... we're four people who talk over each other and think that we're funny. When we're Luke not takes actually. bloody ever to get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> I love the man, but he's got to land the plane quicker. You got to land it quicker. What I what I think we should do because I think we're all under the agreement that I think for the next couple of weeks at least we may do a weekly podcast or something like that to keep up to date. Try and release some more. Potentially, we should do an awards night. That's not a bad idea. This hasn't been discussed before. I'm just doing this live on the podcast. That's, wow, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss this behind the scenes. But um, I guess I guess before we finish up, I just wanted to say thank you to, to both Amy and Maddie and Luke for joining me on this crazy adventure that is this podcast. And I want to thank the listeners more than anything else because I can't actually believe people Listening are... Listening to us. Listening. I mean, there's a good chance most people listen to the first five seconds of this podcast (laughs) and switched off. And no one's ever going to hear this. But if you do, thank you so much for your support. It means so much to us. Um, Definitely we're going to be doing more seasons. Definitely this isn't the end. Um, A whole bunch of new podcasts coming out hopefully in 2021 as well. So please do stay tuned. Is there anything you guys want to say before we... We wrap it up. Maybe thank you to Josh for like actually coming up with the idea. Absolutely. This it, this wouldn't have happened without Josh completely <laughs> taking control. Yes. Yeah. Staying up until one o'clock in the morning editing. <laughs> trying to think of questions. Yeah. <laughs> Question it's so hard. I know. Coming up with shitty coronavirus jokes like this. Shitty? How do you? Um this podcast wouldn't have happened without you to be yes. honest. And we're thankful for you. But also no, again, thank you. I'm thankful for Amy and Luke for joining us on this crazy adventure yes. and for all the listeners for listening to us. We really, really appreciate and it. I also yeah. feel like just doing this whole thing has brought us all closer together as a, as a friendship group as well. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, I definitely love you, Amy. <laughs> I, I don't know about Luke. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you and Luke could, like, end up breaking up after the amount of sass you've given him <laughs> this past month. I don't know how you... Like he puts up with you. I feel like I actually we should don't do like know a... either, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get a bit sassy and he gets a bit like, 
I can see that he looks very sad. I'm like, uh oh. I'm gonna do a compilation of Amy's roasts as an Instagram I, I, special. I want, that is my, I want that as my ringtone. That's amazing. Um, so definitely look. Stay tuned. Next week we are going to have a bit of a breakdown of the whole season at some stage. Um, and we'll probably discuss our top fives and, and how that ended up. Um, I don't know how we're going to keep that into about half an hour, but we'll do our best. <laughs> um, 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we, can, maybe we can let that one go. Um, I, I draw the line at an hour, though. I feel like an hour is too long. I draw the line at 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I struggle listening to more than 30 minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, same here. Yeah, that, and that's why I think no one's listening, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 30-minute <we've laughs> mark. <laughs> They're oh. out. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Merry Christmas. Have a happy and safe new year. Yeah. Um, we will catch you very, very soon for some more reviews and, and talking and good time and COVID jokes. Um, but until then, bye. See you later. See ya. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.